Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocTalk. ZocTalk is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocTalk is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc, and the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. Look at Miss Christine and her vintage. It's almost like a Christmas glam because you almost got the red and green happening. Sort of pink and turquoise, but close enough. Let's call it let's call it a a Christmas adjacent (laughs) New Year's situation. And this is a big deal because today is 2021. (sighs) Yeah, like the first day. I know a lot of people are hungover right now, I think. I think a lot of people have been hungover for a long period of time. I think so. I think it's okay. Uh, they're all kind of coming to and realizing it's not 2019 anymore. They're like, "Wait, what happened all year?" They're all kind Emma, of. It's it's not 2019. It's not 2020. Or did I miss the joke? You missed the joke. That's okay. They're, I don't get it. That's okay. They're uh, <laughs> but no 2020. Um, I'm very glad you're gone. Thank you. Yes, me too. We don't miss you at all. No, 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 no. Um, I hope everyone has a much better year. I already told you that uh, if you listen to the last episode that came out, I am hoping for a lot of sandwiches this this year. That's right, and that's kind of all I'm. That's all I'm hoping for. Yeah, we decided to scale down our manifesting and focus on food. I think I'm gonna make a. I mean, I don't know how long this will last. Probably like twice, and then I'll never do it again. But it'd be interesting to keep a log of all the sandwiches I eat this year. 
So I well, might Well, you that. and I probably have a history on Postmates to like check on. So Okay, that's okay. Yeah, yeah we yeah. can probably just go back. Honestly, in 2020, you and I probably ate a lot of sandwiches just because, you know. Let's just say uh, I should have invested in Postmates is what I should have done because uh, <laughs> I probably yeah. spent thousands of dollars last year in Postmates. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, hopefully, everyone is doing well uh, and uh, excited for a new year and fingers crossed for yeah. I feel like even if we're hungover, like we're happy because it's like, you know what? We're hungover, but we're like, we're ready to roll, ready to move on. It's the biggest sigh of relief, I think, globally we've all had. Correct. Yes, okay. agreed. Well, uh, to uh, to start off the, the new year, we have uh, a hot seven stories for you. Even There's through a, bonus. a bonus. Yes. And uh, I'm going to read them first this time. So You're going to read them. Okay. I'll just sit here. I'll, and, I'll, uh, st- I'll, I'll start them first. I'll lay on my fainting couch and be serenaded. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's... Uh, I would like you to just kind of look like you're just barely hanging on for dear life throughout that's all of this. That's what I always look like, I thought you said. It's what you sound like. That's for sure. Oh, okay. Uh, just well, ask anyone who listens to this podcast. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> all of us I'll are... make the face. <laughs> we're all barely getting through this. Okay. Um, you go ahead then. Okay, so this is uh, story number one. Uh, also, for, if for some reason this is your first time ever listening to a listener's episode on the first of every month, we put these out. And you can submit your own personal stories um, on the submission form on our website, and that's why we drink. Um, okay. Dot com. Dot com. org. Dot edu. Dot uh, gov, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fig- figure, figure it out. Uh-huh, we'll, yeah. We'll be there. Dot Nelnet or something. Uh, at, dot what? At Hotmail. Um, okay. So this is called Haunted Christmas Tree, and it is from Michaela, who goes by she, her. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Michaela. Michaela says, hello, Emethy, Christopolis, and Evatha. I am 20, I'm 24 years old and have been listening to y'all since the beginning of dawn. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. That makes us super old. I just feel like, like my skin is turning to dust as we speak. What did you call me that one time when I turned like 28, you called me? Probably the go-to I, is usually Crypt Keeper. Yeah, you called me the Crypt Keeper like 85 times in a row. And that was like 85 years ago, so imagine what I'd call you today. Yeah, um, I don't want to know. <laughs> just a pile a pile of uh, of ash, I suppose. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so I've been listening to you since apparently the dawn of time. Yikes. And good Lord, it's been a wild fucking ride. That we can confirm. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> I sucked my mom into your show, and she's binged it up to the early 100s now. Wow. Hi, Mom. So uh, more than halfway through. It feels so good to have someone uh, else to gush about your show with. Aww. Uh, anyways, I know how much y'all love a good spook, so one might say this is filled with concentrated entertainment. Oh, tall order. <laughs> you're, really, oh you're really promising something here. Okay. Uh, so get fucking ready. It all began when I was about seven on the floor wrapping gifts for my mom's party and just minding my own business. First of all, a seven-year-old wrapping presents is a skill I, as a seven-year-old, did not have. Um, oh, that was my job. I had to bartend at my stepmother's house at Christmas parties and wrap the wrap the presents. I couldn't wrap the presents, but I definitely did walk around and offer people food and then hope they'd say no so I could eat it. Um, <laughs> I was like, I've never seen you give away food. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was early. I, I hadn't really learned my uh, my own I see. Uh, power yet. All of a sudden, I see a tall, thin, solid black figure lean out of the bathroom doorway. I always imagined him looking like Abe Lincoln. 
Uh, just as I looked up, he popped back into the bathroom. My stomach sank and I immediately turned around to my mom sitting on the couch behind me and said, mom, you're probably not going to believe me, but I just saw a man come out of the bathroom. This woman casually, and I mean casually replied, oh yeah, I've seen him too. <laughs> mom. That sounds like Renata. Wait a minute. It does sound like, it, it Christine, sounds like Renata. did you write she this? Would, she would say, <laughs> she would say, yeah, I saw him, but I saw him eight more times than you did <laughs> he would no, she'd better. be like oh yeah i know him he like his head fell off one time i, I yeah, watched the and whole also, thing also he's in love with me and you're, he's actually your real dad anyway keep <laughs> wrapping it it's actually your father oh, oh my your last God. name is lincoln and you're not even german so boy are you honest dear god i hope she doesn't listen to this by some miracle that she actually turns the show on because then she's gonna tell you that honest abe literally is your father okay yeah i don't want to know the truth your father w- is from the 1800s that's why i'm the fucking crypt keeper <laughs> uh, okay so michaela says i was dumbfounded perplexed and kind of angry that she just brushed it off and a few years uh a few years go by with feelings of being watched unexplained noises me waking up with scratches <gasps> and figures of my mom's nativity set being knocked over <gasps> oh no oh no and the occasional growling great M, don't even ask me why we didn't leave, because trust me, I wanted to. Okay, noted. <laughs> As a child, you only carry so much leverage in convincing your whole family to get up and move. Uh, until you're our children. And then you just suggest <laughs> yeah, it. That's true. Like, that's off true. the cuff, say, like, maybe we should move. And I'm like, that was a sign. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Anywho, onward to the juicy bits. Like, that was not juicy. Okay. I can't remember how old I was, but one year my mom bought me a three-foot Christmas tree to put in my room. My sister and I shared a room. Uh huh. So I placed it on top of a bedside dresser that was in between our beds. I decorated it with a cute little with cute little plastic ornaments, silver and gold tinsel, and topped it with a golden star. Precious. That night when I was going to sleep, I was facing the tree uh, that was maybe a foot and a half from my face. In the pitch black silent room, I heard the ornaments start to shake as if someone had moved a branch. Okay. This is when I pretend it's a cat, whether or not I it have a cat. It was moonshine. I was about to say, the number of ornaments <laughs> he's shattered in the last 48 hours. Oh, Christ. Right after I hear this, the sound of a little girl giggling breaks <gasps> the silence. Goodbye. Mind you, my sister is older than me. I'm the youngest. And my cat's meow does not sound like a little ghost child's laugh. Okay, good to know. I was frozen in fear and trying to process what just happened. But of course, I just roll over to face the wall and drift off to sleep. Uh, I know I spoke to my mom about it, and I can't remember what she said, but I guarantee she just shrugged it off. Yes, that checks out with (laughs) Renata, at least. A few years later, my sister's friend uh, engaged in a Ouija board uh, at another person's house and asked about the history of our house. So she somehow found out that two children were poisoned on the property and an (gasps) old man had died there. (sighs) Oh, my God. That old man is not a friendly ghost and is probably the one to have scratched me and growls, so likely a demon. Um, But it explains the little girl giggling and makes me wonder if she loved Christmas so much that she just wanted to touch the Christmas tree. Hmm. Or maybe she was just fucking with me. Okay. Uh, Who knows? I've got a plethora of stories I could go on and on about, including one with a seance, but I'll write in another time. Seriously and sincerely, thank you for all the laughs, tears, and creepy stories. They keep me on my toes every week, and you are all incredible humans. Live, laugh, lemon. Okay. Well, didn't have wait, to end wait. it like that. I'm stuck on something. Yeah. Tears? Of laughter, of joy. Uh-oh. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> I'm imagining the tears are from when we're just, like, so immensely cute and give each other presents. That's... Mentally cute? Is that the phrase you just used? When we're so... 
That's one way to put it. Did I say <laughs> mentally cute? You know what? I'm pretty sure. You know I could have like definitely just heard it that way, which is also telling. Hmm. I don't know what I said, if we're going to be totally honest. Um, I don't think any of us know what we said at any point. So it's I mean, okay. we started this with a joke that did not land on my half. So it's fine. Uh, it's like, uh, no matter what I say, <laughs> is it's just going to be a mess. I'm hungover. I'm sorry. It's, it's the first of the year. So yeah, we... Well, to be fair, we can't blame 20. Well, actually, we're still in 2020. So we're going to continue to blame 2020. We're recording this before the new year. I'm sure the day that the at midnight 1201 when the bell tolls, Em and I will suddenly be reborn into <laughs> perfect creatures. All of a sudden we'll speak like perfect like old English and like... Oh, it'll be beautiful. Everything will sound like a limerick and it'll be just just peachy all the time. Oh, how fun. And also we'll be like mentally cute and you'll cry or something. I don't know. Mentally cute. I really don't know what I said. We'll have to go back and listen to that later. It's probably not what I said. So I apologize in advance. Well, I think I think the tears came from any time that you and I have been cute together and like done something sweet for each other. So I'm glad you think that because I'm assuming we did something to, you know, make others cry. But that's just my go to. Maybe the tears are from uh, the escape room, which, by the way, I did... um, on my secret TikTok account, I do regularly check uh, when ATWD is hashtag oh, something on TikTok. And someone recently uh, did a TikTok about the escape room and how like <gasps> awful it was. Sorry. Uh-oh. Sorry. Um, M, you know, it's a fun fact, everybody. M does not like give me their TikTok or follow me on TikTok, even though M knows my TikTok and has told me they have a TikTok and yet somehow avoids me on there, which is... I also, to be fair, apparently, like, don't have you on close friends on Instagram. I like, yeah, just don't fucking trust anything. I just keep vanishing anything. off your close friends. I don't know if you blocked me. Listen, Em and I are going to figure this out in the new year, I guess. We'll figure Yeah, next year. Next year. I don't For wanna... now, I, Em's just going to keep me at arm's length, which, you know, I don't blame you. That's part of the tears category, I think, actually. <laughs> it's my tears, certainly. <laughs> yes. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly this is the perfect thing for your outdoor space they also just launched a new standing desk co-pilot with adjustable height a durable scratch resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever i'm in the market for a new desk um so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark and of course there's burrow's legacy seating collections like the nomad and range now available in new colors and m and i that's like the only piece of furniture i think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department love that thing and that's why we drink listeners can get 15 percent off their first order at burrow.com slash drink that's burrow b-u-r-r-o-w dot com slash drink for 15 percent off burrow.com slash drink you know when you've got the holidays the new year and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind especially if you run a small business it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things but stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies for 25 years now stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses whether they're mailing out checks invoices legal documents books podcast branded koozies maybe that's just us or anything else get access 
access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code drink okay um this uh speaking of tears is from linda uh who uses she her pronouns the subject is cursed by listening to others curses oh see i was afraid this would happen that we would create kind of like a rings of hell situation where ripples yeah, I was gonna say what a loop that like we asked for curses, then those curses cursed others, and now there's a okay. I'm now understanding the tears part. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Linda says, Dear Eva and Co. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. It's probably correct. Yeah. As the subject says, I had to contact you because I think I was cursed by the recent listener stories episode. Congrats on the 50th. I imagine that has some sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it didn't feel good Ew. entirely. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I listened to the 50th listener stories for a second time last night because I was missing you two and you both are always a welcome sound in my ears. I was freaking out and thankful as I had never been cursed by your podcast until last night. Uh I was exhausted and feeling low, so I went to bed early. I was plagued by nightmares where I was locked in an airport and the room slowly filled up with water. Okay. Woof. I'm now I'm sweating. That's one of my nightmares. That's awful. I remember clinging to the wall because I knew if I let go, I would drown. As I was holding on for dear life, a child came up to me and smiled wide. No. Hang on. Okay. You don't have to smile or exist. Um, I don't like alive, dead, in between. I just – as I'm reading this, I just remembered a dream I had last night, uh, and I'm getting goose cam, so let me tell you it after. I'm sorry. Was the child smiling wide? It was something with smiling wide. Okay, I'll tell you this minute. It's horrible. I can't believe I just remembered that. I woke up in the middle of the night and like grabbed Blaze and was like, help. I was very scared. Okay, hang on. Sorry. (laughs) This is not about me. Okay. uh, (laughs) As I was holding on for dear life, a child came up to me and smiled wide. The child was a little girl with long blonde hair and an eerily perfect smile. She waded too easily through the deepening water that should have been over her head by then. I screamed at her to hold on to something because I feared the water would pull her away and she would drown in this room with me. Good night. I want you to let go, was all she said. <gasps> See ya! Ah, I'm so scared. I have goose cam. Oh, my God. Okay, if she's smiling and saying, let go. I know. I would let go of her hand and I'd say, goodbye. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm home alone again. Why do we always do this when I'm home alone? Okay. Ugh. I want you to let go was all she said while still smiling. And she pulled out a knife. Oh, my God. And stabbed me in the back of the leg. <gasps> the pain caused me to let go and I was pulled under the water. While I struggled to reach the surface, I could see her face blurry from the water above me, and her eyes were black. I woke up gasping for air, literally gasping for air and feeling nauseous. Something was not right in my house. I staggered out of my bed because I could smell propane. Oh, good night. Oh, oh, fuck. 
I turned on all the lights and searched the house, opening windows along the way to get some fresh air. Then I found the source. There is a tiny latched... Okay, this is your first mistake, Linda. There is a tiny latched door in the back of my closet. Okay, and you walked I briskly say. away, correct? Yeah, where M says, why didn't you move out? I'm saying, why did you move in at all? But uh-huh. okay. Yep, 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 yep. It sounds like a very Christine po- move to pull. I found this little door at an estate sale. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's nothing in it. I'm going to go inside while, while no one's home. It's a little okay. girl with a match lit <laughs> as you smell propane. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm terrified, Em. Okay. Then I found the source. There is a tiny latch door in the back of my closet, and this door is hard to open. It takes me a good minute to wrestle with the latch. My shoes in front of it were undisturbed, still lined up correctly, and to get to the door, you'd have to push aside my clothes that hang in front of it. They still hung neatly, untouched. That door in my closet was wide open, and coming from inside, a propane line was snapped in half and spilling gas into my bedroom. Good night. Are you okay? I got nothing good to say. I got nothing to say. Um, hmm. First of hmm. Wow. Okay, I guess I'll read the end. Probably I have a smart. sick feeling that either a black-eyed child or a haunted doll opened that door while I slept and wanted me to die. Is it a coincidence that I happen to listen to others' plights regarding the trouble you have caused? It is anyone's guess. Love you both and will still lovingly listen, Linda. The fact... Ah! If you genuinely think that we cursed you and your next thought is, I'm going to keep listening. Um, Linda, you got some bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Linda, <laughs> run away from us. Oh, no. Um, Wait, that is, I mean, that's honestly one of the scarier ones I think we've ever read, if not the scariest, because it's like a real life terror yeah, mixed with it's like It's like whatever, if something was there and it wanted to scare you, it chose some real properly, you know, fear, properly based fear. Yeah. Um, hmm. Like, that's extremely, extremely dangerous, A. B, how does that even happen and that the door was open even though your shoes were lined up properly in front of it? Also, like, really picked, like, three of the worst ways to go of, like, drowning, stabbing, and fire. (gasps) Oh, I didn't even think of that! Yeah. Holy crap, that's even worse, and I didn't even think of that. Because you, I would argue that one of those three are definitely the worst ways to go. Yeah, I, I I would not argue with you on that. I mean, they're all bad ways to go. But okay, like, that was you know. really scary, Em. I'm going to like not... Oh, I, I guess I'll tell you. My dream's not even remotely as scary, but last night I had this dream that Blaze and I like found this doll. Okay, now I'm just like wondering what the hell's going on. I had this dream that I found this doll and it was just like, it looked like an Egyptian sphinx sort of. And um, Blaze was like freaking out. And he... <laughs> oh, it was so weird. And he kept freaking out. I was like, what? What's the big deal? We just got to throw it away like because we knew something was wrong with it. And then he said... Um, it's not where it's supposed to be. And I said, what do you mean it's not where it's supposed to be? And he said, because I used to be in it. And then Good. I woke up and I was like, <laughs> and then I woke up, but I was too scared to open my eyes because I was convinced, I was like a kid. I was like convinced that if I opened my eyes, there would be like something standing there. Oh, and so yeah. it took me, I counted to like a hundred. And then I eventually like turned over with my eyes closed and I was at then then I like grabbed Blaze's arm but then I was like oh my god but in my dream Blaze like was the demon so then I got all in my head so, so anyway, you could have opened sleep. your eyes and rolled over and seen a, a human-sized ah! Egyptian sphinx doll yes, lying next to you it was like a weird sphinx and and he was like because I was in it and I was like goodbye anyway that's so that's what it reminded odd. me of because it was smiling in the it, okay oh yikes I, usually if I have bad dreams it's about like murderers not like demons so this one was very uh 
uneasy for me. I had some really interesting nightmares last night, but they weren't, they were surprisingly for the first time ever, like just like a nightmare where like I kind of woke up and I was like, oh, that's just a nightmare. Instead of it being like, oh, there's a demonic force in my room. Oh, like, I'm going to die. <laughs> like this, like it was like I made up uh, in my dream, I, I made up a, a Marvel movie that was like, that doesn't exist, but it was like really fucking scary. It was like a Marvel horror movie. And then I woke up and thought that would have been a scary movie. And then I went back to sleep. That sounds like a good dream. It was, it was kind of disturbing, um, but it wasn't like, it was finally not paranormal, which is what 99% of my nightmares Weird. were based in. I know. I feel like we like switched places. Yeah. Um, anyway, apparently Blaze was in a doll as a demon in Egypt. So, you know. And also, fine. you know what? Past lives and your atta- weird attachment to Egypt, it makes me think like uh, that there could be something there. Ugh. Okay. Anyway, Ugh. here's story number three. This is called I Picked the Wrong House for the Bachelorette Party. Oh, so did M, uh, Zach Baggins Museum. You know what? I picked the exact right house. So <laughs> I know. You're right. Who am I kidding? It came with a 12-page NDA and a, li- a life... Uh, <laughs> Literally and like an insurance liability form. And I bought an autograph poster, so I can just go right to hell. Uh, yeah, the house also, I picked. I'm lighting a candle. Sorry. The house I picked for out. your the house I picked for your bachelorette party literally had PTD in it. So that's okay. You know what? You're right. You I had win a great this time. argument. Uh, okay, so this is from L- Lakota, uh, who uses she/her pronouns. So thank you for normalizing that's a pronouns. Name. Lakota. Yeah, I was afraid it, I was. It's like Dakota, but with an L. Yeah, that's um, a very nice name. Uh, okay, I picked the wrong house for the bachelorette party. Hello, Christine M. Eva Xenon. I think oh, this is Xenon's first shout out. I think so too. Girl, ZZ. She's like, she, hey. She knows it. She's X. She's XX. Uh, umlaut, umlaut. Yeah. She uh, <laughs> just flying above. She knows she, her ears are ringing. Uh-huh, uh huh. Her big hoops are ringing. <laughs> They're like satellite dishes. <laughs> Uh, Xenon, Lemon, and most importantly, Geo Junior Moonshine. Um, I've been wanting to send this story in for what seems like forever, but alas, I am lazy and I don't want to waste any more time, so let's crack into it. In October of 2018, I was tasked with planning my best girl Brit's bachelorette party. Uh, she was on, uh, she was set on Savannah, Georgia due to her love of all things spooky and stuck uh and stuck in time so i'm i'm down with that that makes a lot I of sense i love to me. savannah i feel like savannah georgia i'm sure people from these two places are gonna like clash on twitter or something but savannah georgia and charleston south carolina have the same level of like timelessness like and his old school but like historical ghosty vibes they yeah to me they feel the same um but yeah okay great great location I, too, am a lover of all things dark and haunted, so I was stoked to get this party planned. With the help of some lovely friends, I finally picked an Airbnb for the weekend. Not too far from downtown, large enough for all eight of us. Seemed perfect, right? Incorrect. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Half of us arrived in Savannah a few hours early to decorate and set it up. Side note, your girl had a surprise Game of Thrones feast planned, and it was the shit. That sounds dope. That sounds oh really cool. Oh, my God. How cool. If All you had to say was feast. Like, God. okay. Christine? Bachelor party? Okay. Feast. The amount of wine that I see on Game of Thrones, I always ended up just, like, craving wine and, like, I don't know. I would like my roast. I would like my theme to be feast actually. Um, so just <laughs> well, remember as that. As we just des- described, I walked around with trays of booze for my parents' <laughs> friends, and you walked around with trays of food. So I think this is pretty fitting. Honestly, I would like my party to just be like me sitting on a throne, and every person I know and love just 
offers a different platter of my okay, favorite Eva, food. Okay, Eva, I need you to actually write that down because Em's not kidding. Em's saying I'm not this, kidding. Like, I would haha, like, but like it's not a joke. You, everyone can pick which food it is that they're serving me, but I would like at least one steak, one fried chicken, one mac and cheese. I mean, we'll f- talk I mean, to I Allison. Know, I know that part, but Eva, write down this idea because it's pretty good, actually. It's actually it's delightful. It's um, actually delightful. Okay, so thank you. You might have actually uh, just changed the way that wow. my, my party goes. Um, okay, feast. Where is that word? Okay, here we are. Um, <laughs> when I first stepped in, I was in love. Though it had been beautifully renovated, the house was very old and still had the original architecture intact. It was perfect, and I decided that the bride-to-be and I should uh, would share the master bedroom for obvious reasons. So I went upstairs to get our stuff set up. We were lovers. Just we were, I wanted to spice up the no, story. I, 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 wish oh. the, I wish the drama were there for the sake of this story only, of like, for obvious reasons obvious reasons. I know I'm like obvious reasons like, wink wink I get okay. your best friends but maybe you're also like the other bride I I'm mean con- it's Game of hmm. Thrones like you never you know, know what? what's going on with these you people. know what Lakota you walked right into this that's you what happened into this. so for from the second I walked into the room I knew I was very much not alone great this <gasps> is the master bedroom um I'm pretty sensitive to this kind of stuff, so it wasn't anything new, but I was still on edge because I had to sleep there all weekend. That's First of all, the bride-to-be isn't there yet. You can leave. You can be like, bride-to-be, this is your room. Have fun. A good point. I know we're lovers, but you can have the truth to yourself. <laughs> Christine, I, I, know we're, I know we're best friends slash obviously obvious for obvious reasons <laughs> lovers, but I think you need to have alone time. Uh, well, I'm gonna Before be at, the feast. I'm going to be at the feast. And you yeah, be I was going to be at the feast. <laughs> Actually, when we did stay in a haunted Airbnb, you went to the cryptid museum. Museum and left me alone in a, our haunted ass Airbnb. That is, I did do that, by the way. You did certainly do that. And that was in the year 2020. So I'm lumping it into all the horrors of this year. Also, there were uh, two people who were coming to our live show the next day that were also on that tour. Uh, oh, at really? Cri- at the museum with me. Oh, I don't yeah. think I knew that. They were like, wow, we really lucked out. <laughs> like, this was the exact <laughs> time to come to this exact location. Also, we'll I see mean, you on tour tomorrow. super hard to find out where M is at any given time in any city. It's like, like just feast so, or like cryptid or swamp alligators. You could find them. Just to let you know, I usually base my... I'm really giving myself away here, but like, I really do plan my entire trip... 99% around Atlas Obscura. Um, it's true. And I usually come in at least a day early if I can to every city so I can like spend the night exploring. So like, it's not hard to find me. Um, yeah, and even I arrive and like go to the hotel bar Em arrives <laughs> early and like goes on 6am tours. It's I, the wildest I think our shit. entire tour, I did come in at least a night early, for, at you least for did. most of the shows. I came in a night, a night earlier before you and Eva. Yeah. Um, just so I could do all the, the weird shit before I had mm-hmm. to like go on stage. So, Anyway, that's how you can find me. It's not hard. (laughs) Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so 
I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Juni, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I decided I was just overwhelmed and letting the house get the better of me and brushed it off. That is until Britt got there. Britt is bride-to-be. She walked up to our temporary room, and I heard her laugh out loud and exclaim, Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, I walked upstairs to ask her about it, and she said she felt it too. Okay, that's exactly a Christine move, though. That is extremely so. You would walk up and be like, Oh, (laughs) never mind. Got it. Well, that is what happened, because I showed up and realized M had left, like, the creepiest fucking room to either me or Eva. (laughs) And so I literally went, Oh, okay. And you were like, I got here first. It's, like, your problem. So (laughs) guess what we did? We put Eva in it. Oops. (laughs) Don't tell them our secrets. Eva, (laughs) I, again, we haven't said this in a while, but the day you decide to quit, we will say only one sentence and it will be, we understand. (laughs) We Um, will applaud. We'll be like, you really suck it out a lot longer than we thought. Uh, Okay. The whole day went by without too much happening, save for that oppressive energy in our room. Luckily, uh, that night, we drank enough to pass out and sleep uneventfully. No issues. Great. Smart. The following evening, we took it easy as we had a big day slash night planned for Saturday, and we both went to bed and had considerable difficulty falling asleep, mainly because it felt like someone was sitting in the corner staring at us. Ah! Great. After I finally drifted off, I was pulled out of sleep by Brit shaking me awake. If you shook me awake, oh. I wouldn't even wait around to ask what happened. No, I would just be you like, would be I'd be like, my shoes are on. What? Where? Yep. How fast are we running? Yep. Uh, she was super distraught, smack in the middle of a panic attack. She said that she had woken up out of nowhere with her heart racing and feeling terrible and scared. I sat up for a bit uh, trying to calm her down. We turned on the TV and watched some X-Files. <laughs> okay. Not helpful, I don't that, think. Mm, um, yep. Also a Christine move. Like, let me just turn on <laughs> the let scariest. Me on, let me put on Sinister while I calm you down from your <laughs> panic attack. Uh, I finally fell back asleep only to have one of the strangest dreams I've ever had. <gasps> In my dream, there was an Egyptian sphinx. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh my God. That is not funny. I literally stopped breathing. My and watch then, is about to yell at me again, Em, and I'm over it. 
Holy cannoli. In my dream, I was in the same bed I was sleeping in. Britt's back was to me and she was sleeping on her side. I nudged her shoulder to wake her up because I was scared and she rolled over to face me. Only it wasn't her. Good night. <gasps> We've had a few of these. We've had a few people write in about dreams like this where the person sleeping next to you is actually not that person. It's yeah. always bad. It was an old woman. Yep. That's what I was afraid of. <laughs> that's what I was afraid of. The woman sat up and just stared at me. Okay. So she sat up. <sighs> okay. Good so night. she knows you're awake and can see you. It's the worst She's part like, of it all. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. It was, I was immediately terrified and in my dream ran down the hall to the room where two of our friends were sleeping. I opened the door to find that the whole room had changed, different furniture, etc. And there was an old man with a walker sitting by the window. He looked at me confused and said, why are you here? You aren't supposed to be here. <gasps> Chills. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Fuck that. I was scared down to my core, frozen to the spot in my dream. I was woken up then by Britt, who said I was crying and moaning in my sleep. Thank God that your friend was a light enough sleeper. Um, Honestly, maybe I do want to, you to be in the room. I won't abandon you. For if obvious one of us reasons. Up, for, for obvious reasons. For okay, I get it now. Uh-huh. I get it now, everybody. Uh-huh. Buddy system. <laughs> that's where we. That's what we were missing before. Oh, you and I just went straight to like fucking HBO drama. Yes. Got it. Okay. <laughs> we sat there together, unable to sleep, just kind of holding each other. Okay, maybe oh, we're... Up. Wait a minute. Okay, we spoke too soon, as usual. Holding each other for what seemed like forever. And then we heard it footsteps on the fucking staircase. Ah! Sorry, that was so loud into the microphone. Twists and turns, Lakota. This story is such a roller coaster. Cool. Uh, I would have told myself I was imagining it, but before I had even mentioned it, she said, did you hear the footsteps on those stairs? Nope. Goose cam. Uh, what's even stranger is that they sounded like they started in the middle of the staircase, not the bottom. Fuck. Ew. I hate this. Uh, so it couldn't be any of our friends. We very clearly heard the steps ascend the stairs, and then we heard a board creak directly outside our fucking <gasps> door. Now, I do not scare easily, and let me just admit, I was terrified, mortified, scared. Yes, well, that makes total sense. We sat there together until the sun came up, and then I finally got angry and threw the bedroom door open. Nothing, no one. Uh, we bolted downstairs and laid on the couch in the living room. Somehow we managed a fantastic bachelorette evening that night on our two hours Aww. of sleep. And that night we switched rooms with our two friends that aren't as sensitive to that stuff. And with the assistance, with the assistance of more alcohol, set, slept soundly that evening. The oppressive energy never left that hole upstairs, though. You better believe I left a lengthy review on Airbnb. And we left that day and coincidentally got introduced to your podcast on the drive back. Our no friend, way! Our, it was us, actually. We were trying to type. Oops. We were tapping into your psyche saying, listen to me. We were like, hey, you guys should make out because you're lovers, right? And also <laughs> their feast because we came for food. <laughs> also, also, I came I came for the feast. Christine came for HBO and also like. Uh, and wine. Mead, if you will. For, for the mead. Yes. <laughs> for the mead. Uh, also, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be in the car Ew. listening to our podcast. Sorry, you saw me. You caught me with my walker. My knees are. I'm the crypt keeper <laughs> and my knees are really bad. <laughs> Uh, our friend Ashley showed us one of your early shows and the rest is history. Thanks for listening Aww. to the story. Can't wait for uh, until the world is back to normal and I can maybe see you live again in Nashville. Oh, well, I'm sure we'll be in Nashville one day. 
And then hang in there. 2020 is almost over. Well, by the time we're reading this, Lakota 2020 is over. You did it, Lakota. You made it. Uh, hashtag team wine. P.S. One more thing. I know you guys have issues, questions, problems with disembodied body parts. Weirdly Correct. enough, my job requires me to have great prowess in this area. So nope. basically, if, if you have any questions about human body dismemberment, I've got you. And yes, it's legal. Maybe I'll write about that in the future. Maybe you should. That was literally my next question. Is this something we're allowed to discuss on air? When people say like, oh, hmm, here's something really fucked up. Maybe I'll write you. It's like, what a tease. Just write it. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Anyway, Lakota, that was fucking bananas. All of these are really scary. I don't know, like... What's going on? Eva was like, there's no theme. And it's like, apparently the theme was pooping my pants, Eva. (laughs) And like terrifying dreams also. Yeah. This is freaking me out. I honestly, it makes me wonder if there's like a time slip where it's like the old lady was in bed and she maybe saw you in her lifetime and was like, who's in my bed? And then the old man was like, what are you doing here? The thought thought of like it being like uh, the other situation where both of you are seeing each other in different lifetimes or different times like you like your astral projection you you've both crossed over into each other's worlds Uh uh-uh no 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 yeah see that freaks because then you wonder like oh are they seeing you in some other you know like are you are you their ghost or yeah or is it the like you know i guess the more standard theory of like they're dead and they they can tell you're alive and you shouldn't be able to see them. You know, it's like, what uh, yeah, you... or that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both awful. Like, they're both like <laughs> just equally as bad as each other somehow. The fact that they're also shocked to see you is what makes it extra startling. Cause usually you think like, oh, ghosts are here because they want you to see them. But like, right. when clearly they're asking you, like, what is going on? You know, Geo gets it. He gets it. Earlier today, he was barking like crazy. And I went to the side door and I looked out and there were like, I'm not even joking with you, maybe 30 to 40. Like, I would say like sixty-five-year-old men in like velour tracksuits. What? And they they were walking down the street in a line, and I was like, "Yeah, I would be barking too." And I couldn't figure out like I literally just I'd stared be hiding. at them. Like, what is happening? I was freaked out. I locked my door. I was like, "I don't know what's going on." And I like live in a pretty quiet neighborhood, so I'm like staring. And then like five minutes later, this massive tour bus drives what? down the street, like like huge double decker situation. Where I was like, "How does it even fit on my street?" I do not know what was going on, but what? How many? All in these like six suits, sixty-year-old men or sixty men? They were like sixty to seventy, and they were probably like thirty to forty of them. But that's wild. It was so weird. I can't even give you a situation where it's like, oh, maybe it was this. Yeah, I was trying to figure (laughs) it out. I was like, it's not like unless it's some maybe. Oh, maybe it was like a bowling team or something. I'm trying to think of what sporting event it would be. Like, it's not professional basketball. Like, well, they, they were in were... velour track, track okay, suits yeah, because then it point. sounds like it could be like like a, like a senior gay pride or something. <laughs> okay, some of them were velour, but a lot of them had like designer sneakers. Like it was it was bizarre. senior gay pride. I have a hunch. I know <laughs> in it was Kentucky. I guess in Kentucky. <laughs> like, welcome to Kentucky in December. That sh- does not check out, but it's all I've got. So <laughs> okay, that's the other thing is it was like 25 degrees out, and they like were not wearing. I mean, they were wearing like tracksuits but not like coats or hats or anything i don't know Man, it, was it was really could it have weird been like a gay christmas it's got to be gay if it's all velour and designer shoes I'm, you know what i'm gonna google it and i'm convinced that it's like some sort of like bowling league that takes itself really seriously and was like we're gonna get out our like nicest sneaker i don't know the fact that like three or four dozen 
senior men can all get matching outfits and like do like a little. They weren't pr- matching. That's the other thing. None oh. of them were matching. They were all. That's the weird part is they were all different outfits and shoes. And I was like, yeah, because if they were tracksuits, if they were a team, they would all buy the same thing. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, so you know what? I it's live a club. It's like a running club or something. Well, they're definitely not running. Well, I mean, it was like maybe like a like, senior like power walking club. Maybe they weren't walking very fast, though. I gotta say, <laughs> they were <But> seventy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 fair. But I will say, I live right across the river from the casino. Like maybe they were like going to the casino with their the tour bus. That's the only thing I can think of. Like, why would there be a tour bus? I don't fucking know. My mom, she said, this, I don't know why this reminds me of my mother, but she told me that one time in college she was i think it was birth control it was some sort of birth control but i think it was just like the pill or condoms or something but um but when she was in college she and her friend were like i don't know like maybe we should go get some like birth control or something and uh it, i guess like people weren't really openly talking about that stuff yet and or at least in her circle and so they decided that they were going to do it and they hyped themselves up and they're like we're gonna go get birth control we're gonna go do it and as they were like traipsing to the parking lot the other people were just kind of like popping up out of nowhere being like where are you guys going and they'd be like we're getting birth control and then slowly just became a crowd of like really excited college girls that were like all like a little power squad being like birth control and like by the time they all went to go like set up appointments or something there was like a little pack of them and it just reminded me of like a, like a gaggle of girls just all like kind that of popping like up that, out of nowhere. What's that TV show? That musical TV show? It's it's the way she describes it. It sounds like it was a bit in a musical. Like that was just like it started with two people and it slowly grew of, with excitement. Crazy ex-girlfriend it sounds it like. Sounds where they're like all like, like meeting up like in song. <laughs> yeah. it's, that's what it felt like. And now I'm imagining it's just like that except a bunch of old men being like, we're going to go bowling. And everyone just shows up in their, their own tracksuit. <laughs> I'm like trying to Google it. It's like not working. What a shock. Uh, I'm going to Google it later because I'm like really. Oh, you know what? Also like horse racing down here, maybe horse I, I can promise you there are no 70-year-old jockeys in only tracksuits <laughs> that no, are not riding jockeys, horses. But betting. Not like betting. Riding horses, but betting on the track. Oh, betting. I thought you said betting. I was like, I think they don't <laughs> I don't think horses are beds. <laughs> Brooklyn.com. Um No, maybe like it's the horse track. Okay, I don't no, know. That Nobody makes could. that could be it. That's that's not a bad idea. I feel like that or the casino is the only thing that makes sense why they're all glammed out. You if know? you happen to be in the Kentucky, Ohio area and you have a yeah. grandfather with a tracksuit, ask them <laughs> what the fuck was going on that day. And tell them I love those. Y- one person had these like neon yellow sneaks and I was like, whoa, those are those are cool. And I'll ask how they also got a tour bus to like accompany them. And how did it fit down my street? Because the moving truck told me they couldn't fit. So I don't know how they got their <laughs> double-decker bus, but okay. Anyway, sorry, everybody. Uh, I guess I should read. Um, story number four, yes. The next story. This is called My Family Secret Was Made Into a Movie. Good oh, my gosh. Bye. I'm so this excited. This ends in my HBO dream. Okay. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is from Abby. Who's she, her pronouns. Thank you, Abby. Not only am I a lover of all things true crime, but with that love comes my deep-seated curiosity. In other words, I'm nosy as hell. This sounds like a a chapter book, like a book. A a diary entry? A novel? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've been nosy. I'm nosy as hell and have been my entire life. Yep. Us too. Growing up, I picked up on a certain topic that would result in a look shot across the room from grandma. We call her Hama. I hope I'm saying that right. This is the look that halted any further discussion. 
Finally, I had reached the age that my grandmother finally deemed I was old enough to be let into the secret. Oh, my God. During one of my weekly phone calls while I was in college, Hama spilled the beans. The secret, her cousin, (gasps) Gary Paul Carr, was involved in the kidnapping and murder of the most hated woman in America, Madeline Murray O'Hare, her son, John Garth Murray, and her granddaughter, Robin Murray O'Hare. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of... Madeline Murray. Okay. 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 (laughs) Very Irish family, I I think. I don't know any of these people yet, but I'm excited to go watch the movie tonight. Seriously. Madeline Murray O'Hare was an activist best known for being an atheist and publishing the complete division of church and state. Nope. Publishing. Pushing. I was like, like, damn, that is a powerful woman. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a book. I was like, wow. I Wow. Okay. Sorry. Being an atheist and pushing the complete division of church and state. In 1995, O'Hare, her son, and her granddaughter disappeared from Austin, Texas. All that was left behind was dinner on the table. Oh, my God. And a note on the door stating the Murray O'Hare family has been called out of town on an emergency basis. Oh, shit. We do not know how long we will be gone at the time of the writing of this memo. Oh, my God. Ultimately, the investigation honed in on David Roland Waters, who was a former employee and ex-felon. Both he and Carr were arrested and imprisoned. The only other person involved in committing the crime was Danny Fry, who was murdered by Waters and Carr. I'll leave my telling of the story brief, but... Sorry, brief, as all my knowledge of the situation has been gathered from my own research and the movie adaptation of the story that was released in 2017. My grandma divulged no additional information as this is still a topic she doesn't like to discuss. I'm unsure of how close a relationship the cousins had growing up, but I'm assuming it has to be strange knowing their intertwined childhoods resulted in very different outcomes. My great aunt, Gary's mother, has been a figure at family gatherings my entire life. She is in her mid-90s at this point and lives in a small cabin on a lake with her other son. She recently survived a stroke and is a hardy Midwestern lady that my family is all convinced may outlive us all. Wow. Flash forward a couple years and I bring my boyfriend up north, what us in Wisconsin believe is a vacation in the summer, to spend the 4th of July, also my grandma's birthday, with my family. This is the first time they're all meeting him and by the second night of knowing him, my family tells him. I waited 20 years to be privy to this information, which he obtained in less than 48 hours. I was salty to say the least. Thank you for being the voices that fill my home so I'm not lonely and being vulnerable enough to share your highs and lows. Love you both and Eva so much and all that you do. Yours truly, Abby, she, her. P.S. I brought my best friend, also a lover of true crime, to the Milwaukee show and it was the greatest friend day ever. I can't wait for the day you can come back. Oh, so Also, sweet. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I, 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 what, what, what? <laughs> so her cousin was a kid, kidnapped and murdered... Oh, my God. An activist and her son and her granddaughter. Holy shit. That's horrifying. It's wild because, like, I mean, like, no, neither of us get to be surprised anymore. But it is wild when you think, like, ev- there is, like, a murderer does have family. Like, someone out yeah. there is related to the dark stuff we talk about. And it's, like, crazy. And, like, coworkers that- and, like, yeah. Acquaintances and people you just don't think about, or like, Oof. oh my god, how creepy is that? Also, that is also the most Renata thing of like, my boyfriend shows up and all of a sudden he learns all these family secrets. I'm like, yeah, that's like the time again with the Ray Ban <laughs> ad when my mother told me this at my 13th birthday party and I was like mortified. I, sometimes I wonder how she landed Tim and how he didn't just like escape, like just like he was like, this is too much and just flee. Like she, yeah. she does a really good job of spreading out the I think really. That's 
the thing the dark the dark facts because i think That's, he probably yeah. found out after he said i do and it was he's too like, late and he, <laughs> yeah, exactly. he was like oh oh okay listen it was too late for me too so i get it Tip, <laughs> don't worry there was never we're escape for you there no. he, he had a chance we're all in it together it's all okay. right so this is uh number five this is called my aunt caught a mass murderer holy shit this is a lot of like powerful really women. intense yeah crime and ghost jeez this is from irene who uses she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns irene i like and, that name uh i do too um it makes me th- i know this isn't the same name but it makes me think of eileen and then i think of the song come on Eileen." oh no 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 no, no. I know. don't get that stuck in my head please okay i just kidding come on irene okay come on irene okay so here we go I was watching some TikToks tonight because, of course, and I came across... I like how there's no high or anything. It's just like... <laughs> That's I, what this one was, too. I was watching TikToks. Or I think maybe it got might have gotten cut off or something. I love how this one was like, not only my, <laughs> my deep-seated curiosity, and that one's like, I was watching TikTok one night. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm nosy. Let's start there. Yeah. Okay. I was watching TikToks uh, because, of course, and I came across someone telling me the story of Richard Speck. I don't think oh you have covered him before, but it's one of the worst crimes in Chicago history. All right, Christine, yes. write that down. Uh, oh, wait, I thought I did cut. Maybe I didn't. I'm the name sure sounds familiar. Richard Speck. He's very, sounds, he's very famous. I feel like you would have covered that like at a Chicago show, maybe. I don't think so, because I feel like that's too big of a hmm. we'll check later. story. But long, anyway, okay. Long story short, in 1966, he killed eight nursing students one by one in their home. Only one woman survived because she hid under a bed. And after his murders. Yes. Oh, so you did cover this. No, I don't. Wait, maybe. What? Where did you, wait, where did you put the list of episodes? I can't find listen. it. It's on listen. <laughs> I was like, I'm listening. What? No, no, it's on the listen time. Hang on. No, I didn't. I must not have covered it. I don't know why I thought that. Hmm. But I know the story really well. Maybe but I heard it on maybe, That's what I was podcast. saying. Did you do it at like um, at the Chicago show when it we could, were? It could be. No, because I did Chicago Tylenol murders. I don't know. Whatever. I think maybe I just heard it on my favorite murder and oh. assume I covered it too. Okay, well, TBD. We, we, Anywho. We'll pro- <laughs> okay, so uh, only one woman survived because she hid under the bed, and after his murder, Speck was on the run and then tried to kill himself, but then changed his mind and went to the county hospital where he checked in under a different name. No one at the hospital knew it was him until someone spotted the Born to Raise Hell tattoo on his arm. <sighs> the story goes that a young first-year doctor spotted the tattoo and told the nurse on duty, Kathy O'Connor, uh uh-huh uh-huh and i'm not Uh gonna uh-huh uh-huh okay kathy o'connor to uh i told the nurse on duty kathy o'connor to call the police while he took credit for saving the day classic well um however my aunt is nurse kathy (gasps) Ah! and she was a very she has a very different story to tell uh, she was the one who spotted the tattoo first and alerted the doctor to it now my aunt is for uh (laughs) okay i love the sentence now, my aunt is, for lack of a better term, a bitch. Okay. <laughs> but a badass bitch. Okay. But also a bitch is, a, is literally the sentence here. Noted. Uh, I, I loved getting to say that a million times. That was fun. Okay. Me too. Damn, I'm jealous. She was also 23 and had heard about the eight, uh, the eight women her age in her profession that were murdered in cold blood. That checks out. Like, you would be alert and aware that, like, people like you are dying around you. 
Uh-huh. Um, yeah, okay. So this isn't reported, but she said some pretty horrible things to him that made him cry while she waited <laughs> for the police. Uh, she has made me cry on many occasions for, oh. <laughs> for doing things not even close to what he did. So I cannot imagine how badly she treated him. Anyway, he deserved it. You know what? Sometimes you need to know just like one cold-hearted woman to just say the things we're all thinking. That, there's a pl- time and a place for the cold-hearted bitch in everyone's life. So. And, and Nurse Kathy was like, this is my fucking moment. Here we go. I love that her name is Nurse Kathy. That's like the least suspecting <laughs> name of all time. <laughs> Uh, also, I'd like to think if she's that mean of a person, she also had a few choice words for the dude that took the credit. That's what I thought we were going with, but this is even better. Like, I thought we were going with the doctor, but wow, she, she called out Richard Speck. Holy shit. She also deserves some of the honor for helping to catch him. She's retired from nursing now, but spent her whole life dealing with cocky doctors always taking credit from her. So I just wanted to give a little shout out and set the story straight. Uh, anywho, love the podcast and all of you. I have a bunch of ghost stories I'll write about later, but wanted this one to stand alone. Oh, and Christine, I went to American. Uh, hey, what? Really? Yay for other famous alumni because Judge Judy, besides Judge Judy and Michael Cohen. Yes. <laughs> and who? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I thought you said Jimmy Fallon. I was like, oh, I got to add that to the list. Uh, no, I always tell people Judge Judy went to American. Nobody really cares except me. But. You know what's interesting is like two people I admired the most as a child, which is like says a lot who, about me my childhood. And Judge Judy? No, Judge Judy and um, Jerry Springer. You have something to say about both of them. I have something to say about a lot of people, but yes, I do have something to say about this too. You're right. But it also says They're both connection to me. It says right, something right. about my upbringing that like they were my idols growing up. I was like, <laughs> wow, my favorite daytime programming. I mean, M, it's literally my favorite fact that I'm connected to both of them. So clearly you and I are not far off in like our admiration for these people. I should have known the second you threw that like fun fact to me the first time. I was like, this is this is a friendship meant to be. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have something in common. Anyway, thank you, Irene. Um, I... <laughs> I hope Nurse Kathy knows that uh, that we appreciate what she's done, but also maybe don't let her listen to this episode because we did call her a bitch. So, okay, we, we said I the sentence. I said you the sentence, said it. but she's gonna know what you think of her. Kathy, and- I'm scared you're gonna have to put my IV in someday, and I'm not gonna say <laughs> a word about you, Nurse so. Kathy. If you ever ask if I was a podcaster, I'm gonna say no, ma'am. No, 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 no. <laughs> Didn't no. never, not a once, ma'am. Anyway, um. I definitely have heard that on my fair murder. That's probably why I thought I had covered it. Got so. it. Okay. Uh, cool, 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 cool. All right. Where am I now? Okay. La, 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 la. <laughs> oh, we didn't also get the name of the movie that that other person's, that um, Abby's family was in. I want to know the name of the movie. Uh, that's what I thought was going to happen, too. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Let's see. This is called... Okay, this is from MJ. She, her. Thank you, MJ. And it is called The One Where I Accidentally Gave a Convicted Killer a Ride, the Canadian edition. Sounds Canadian that you would accidentally give a killer <laughs> yes, a ride. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> I am from a city called Moncton, New Brunswick, Canada. While Moncton does have its dark history, I'd highly encourage looking up the stories of the monster of Miramichi and the most recent RCMP shootings. It was and still is a fairly safe place to grow up. It's a type of city that friends show up unannounced for a visit. Most people know you as so-and-so's daughter, and every visit to the mall ends up being a high school reunion. Aww. 
All right, now that the stage is, stage is set, let's crack into it. The year was 2010, and I was a very, very, very naive 21 years old. That night, my friend was hosting his annual end-of-the-summer keg party, and a group of us had spent the day setting everything up. The festivities were well on their way, and everyone who was meant to come was there, being way too drunk, in true East Coast keg party fashion. While talking with some friends, a guy that I sort of recognized came up and went, Hey, MJ, right? You're friends with so-and-so. It's Andrew. I looked at him trying to figure out where I had known him from, but again, small city, everyone kind of knows each other. Not thinking much of it, I talked with him for a bit when he pointed out that I didn't have a drink. I explained that I was leaving early the next morning to go to a concert in Halifax. It was an all-day outdoor festival. Pitbull and LMFAO were the headliners. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you told me because I was wondering that immediately. I, LMFAO in Canada? Okay, see ya. And like, Pitbull? I and love it. Halifax of all places. I know. We know I love Halifax. I was definitely going to be drunk enough for everyone at the party at that party then okay at the festival and that i wasn't going to be staying much longer and heading home he then asked in which direction i was going because i was actually looking for because he was actually looking for a ride downtown lucky for him i live downtown i told him i (laughs) yeah i told him i wasn't really sure when i'd be leaving but if he was still around by then i'd let him know he then proceeded to ask me about every 20 minutes when i'd be leaving okay well get a hint guy yeah Finally, I thought I would just drive him downtown and come back. Not a big deal, right? Wrong. We got to my car and I started to drive. He then looks at me and says, so, Rebecca, what have you been up to? I look at him puzzled and said, MJ, which is her name. Right. He looks at me and says, I know. You used to work at this, at this restaurant and you're friends with this person. Uh-huh. So clearly he knew who I was. Uh-huh. I think it was just the <laughs> emphasis had to be on the yes. right word. Gotcha, gotcha, Sorry, gotcha. Em and I were literally sitting there and I was like, I feel like I'm taking an SAT because <laughs> Our brains couldn't like wrap I could, around it. I couldn't process the sentence, but it was like, I, I think know, it really was just like a matter of punctuation figuring it out. I really think I had to read it out loud for it to like make sense. No, that no, the way that you just said it makes total sense. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I know you used to work at this restaurant. You're friends with this person. So clearly he knew who I was. He Mm. then asked me where I work now. So I told him that I was working for the government conducting supervised visits with children in the foster system and their parents. He proceeds to say, no way. You used to be in the system and now you work for the system. Again, very confused. I tell him I have no idea what he's talking about. I've never been in any system. Trying to change the subject, I ask him what he's been up to. And that is when he drops a bomb. He tells me he just recently got out of prison. Oh. Not wanting to hear why or what happened. <laughs> I don't say much. Truly. I just love that moment of like, cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about some tunes? How about some- yeah. beer oh, me that yikes. disc? I- <laughs> beer me that disc. Oh, my God. Not wanting to hear why or what happened, I don't say much. And then he decides, and he then decides to pull out and show me his laminated prison ID. How, mm. what a party trick that is. Yeah. <sighs> uh huh. Uh huh. I certainly I feel glanced- tricked. Yeah. I glanced at it and saw his full name, and that is when it hit me. I knew exactly where I knew him from. Uh Rewind a few years ago when my friend started dating this guy. guy. I didn't have a good feeling about him at all and told her there was something about him that just rubbed me the wrong way. Uh She laughed it off and told me I watched too many murder shows. Okay, this friend needs to listen up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that it was fine. A few months later, this same guy was arrested for beating the literal shit out of someone with a baseball bat. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The poor guy later passed away from his injuries, and my friend's ex ended up in jail. Whoa. Oh, shit. In case you haven't put two and two together yet, I mean, I think this math Emma and I can do. That, uh, this, this is the, this is the logic reasoning in in sat that i got this yeah. is what i wish the sat had been because i think a M and I could equals b <laughs> b equals c a equals c yeah uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
in case you haven't put two and two together, that was who was in my car. I tried to not say much and not to mention the fact that I'm an idiot and just realized he killed someone. Oh, my God. He asked to borrow my phone to call his friend to let him know he was close and to meet him outside the bar he was going to. I let him do it because killer, duh, and quickly dropped him off. He tried calling my phone a few times that night from his friend's phone and I didn't pick up. Ew. So he like knew that he had called his friend and then started calling the number back knowing it was your phone. Whoa. Oh, it keeps going. Whoops. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Later that night when I was finally home, I was in my room getting ready for bed when all of a sudden I hear pounding on my front door and someone screaming, Rebecca. Good. Ah! Bye. Okay. I froze. I couldn't believe he found where I lived. And of course he did. I said I lived downtown. He knew the car I drove and I parked right in front of my apartment. I got out of my room and woke up my roommate and her boyfriend who were both less than impressed when I told them what was happening. Oops, I accidentally brought a murderer here. Oh my god. What a jabroni. What Seriously. What uh what a mistake. Uh-oh. Oopsies. Luckily, he got the hint and I didn't answer my phone or door and left. He left a series of bizarre voicemails on my phone, but I never heard back from him. Moral of the stories, 21-year-olds are dumb. Always always trust your gut about someone and never ever ever give someone a ride when they call you by the wrong name three times okay so that must have been rebecca was the wrong name Uh that should have been my first hint don't worry we didn't get it either mj (laughs) love you guys love the podcast thank you for keeping me company and sane during these weird strange times xoxo mj and i will add definitely not rebecca definitely what but what a noodle head you might you were that night because i if i found out that i was driving someone noodle If I was driving someone who I knew that they just like bludgeoned someone to death, I might not drive home immediately. I would be like, hmm, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go out of town for the weekend now. (laughs) I would probably just pull over at the police station and be like, arrest me. I've done something terrible. I don't even know what I've done. I would like you to lock me up just so I'm safe if you could. I feel like this. Yeah, exactly. I feel like this is something I would do, though. So I'm not even going to pretend like it isn't. I feel like I would do this and then I would be like, well, I'm sure it's fine. And then like it's very i mean i get it like it's something dumb i get it i totally get it and done way stupider shit so as Uh, as an adult though as i'm slowly like reaching the age of like parents i'm just like oh my god i'm so scared for you closer to 30 yeah i'm just thinking i now that i know better i'm scared for you but when i was 21 i absolutely would have also done it i think the time when we started the podcast i was still like pretty friggin stupid i think like doing the podcast has really put a new t- storyline in my head about uh, strangers i mean it really was like i mean it's like uh you know my favorite murder of like don't you know fuck politeness you know yeah yeah exactly it's, we hadn't heard that phrase before I think we're all learning yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh okay so this is the bonus one this is from nicole hughes is she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns nicole and uh this uh we got two richard speck stories this oh what week and, What's going on? Well, so for those of you who don't know, if you um, join Patreon, one of your spectacular little benefits is that um, you can catch me on Instagram every Tuesday for tea catch time. Catch me at tea time. It's going to get weird, it, as Em likes to say. It, it gets weird. It gets way fucking weird. Um, people really don't hold back when it comes to announcing their secrets. And uh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not, by the way, just to be clear, I'm not invited because for whatever reason, Christine's every literally time never happens, seen one because no, she's I, I saw the first two. And then oh. I was like, wow, this is so fun. And then like literally every Tuesday it's on our literal and that's why we drink calendar. And I like don't see anything. And then the next day M posts like some screenshots of it. And I'm like, wait, 
it happened. I really have. I wasn't invited. Christine, we just talked about this, by the way, like <laughs> uh, 24 hours ago. And I was like, I checked my close friends and you're fucking okay, there. To be fair, though, you have to understand why I'm skeptical because you have removed me like three I ha- times. I have removed you for like nice reasons. Okay. And but then the I just forget to add you, you just- back. Well, the first time you never added me, you were like, I oh, I, I didn't forgot. think to add you. There, but, it's okay. never, there's never any uh, malice to it. It's just me being silly, uh, like a silly It's goose. just me being sensitive. So I'm just going to um, continue to to watch the screenshots, I guess, and listen to this story and uh, participate in, in this third party way. One day, Christine might make it to close friends. Who's to say? Um, it's not for me to say, clearly. But you certainly could become uh, a close friend. <laughs> Wait. What? Oh, I'm not a patron. That's why. Okay. I'll start giving you money. Is that is that what you want from me? Just Jeez. send me a couple bucks. Yeah. Um, okay. But so basically people uh, can submit their uh, anything they want. Usually I prefer gossipy drama because I'm trash and have <laughs> no moral ground. Can't confirm. Uh, and so people like to um, anonymously submit their... There's oh, their secrets. It is fun. Uh, from what I remember, it's a great time. <laughs> For, since yesteryear, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not going to be petty about it, I swear. But, okay, so the reason I mentioned all of this for Tea Time Tuesday, by the way, join Patreon if you'd like and you can be a part of Tea Time Tuesday. Um, uh, the reason I mentioned that is because every week so far, we have started a murder tally where... Um, what? So every... Because every single time we do Tea Time Tuesday, at least a dozen people are like, I know a murderer. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many people know murderers? And so I've been like, at least once every Tea Time Tuesday, I caption one of the the posts with like, please submit your story to And That's Why I Drink. So apparently, yes, I, I've seen those. Apparently, yeah, like, someone actually it. finally did. So this is our oh, first. Hey! This is our first Tea Time Tuesday it's submission cr- crossover. I love it. And this says, "My dad spent time in prison with John Wayne Gacy and <gasps> Richard Speck," which means oh, fuck. We have two listeners out there: one whose dad spent time with Richard Speck, and one whose aunt yelled at Richard Speck. So, oh, this is crazy. That's way fun. Um, really bringing the world together. So. Uh, this is what Nicole has to say. Hello, and that's why we drink fam. My name is Nicole, and I have a story that my dad shared with me not too long ago. My dad grew up in Illinois and was a bit of a troublemaker. Mm -hmm. And uh, to this day, he refuses to share with me what he did to end up in prison. Uh Uh-oh, Nicole. Um, Uh But I'm going to guess it has something to do with drugs. Okay, at least it's not murder. Uh, He has to have an... He used to have an $800 a day heroin habit in the 70s, and it's amazing he didn't OD and die. Well, I'm very proud Aww. of your uh, your dad's recovery then. Me too. Um, whatever it was that he did, it was bad enough to land him in prison in, ooh, this is a French word, Joalet, Illinois? Joy, jo, jo- <laughs> I don't think they pronounce it in Illinois like a French okay, word. It, well, then joylet. It's literally toilet with a J. Um, yeah, hang on. I know... I- I think it's Joliet. I'm, pr- I'm almost positive jo- it's Joliet. Joliet? No, Joliet. The, the I is before the L, unless they spelled it wrong. They spelled it wrong because it's definitely Joliet. Oh, I literally was like, I'm going to avoid saying toilet if I can. Joliet? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, as if it's the joy- Joliet that I know that, that it's, yes, it's Joliet. Illinois. From now on, when I want to like sound classy when I'm going to the bathroom, I'm going to say I'm using the, the Toliet. How about that? <laughs> Just twist the letters around. Okay, so it was bad enough to land him in in prison in Joliet, Illinois, for nine years. Um, he said he was incarcerated in 1978, and he met a man named John Wayne Gacy. Oh, he cool. was in the cell next to him. Holy shit. Oh, God. He refused to go into detail with me about it when asked, but also told me that he knew Richard Speck as well, since they were in at the same time. 
He told me you'll never know what true evil is until you meet someone like that. (gasps) Ew, 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 ew. My dad is pretty closed off when it comes to those parts of his past and has, for the most part, refused to talk about it in great length. He thinks my obsessions with true crime and all things spooky are weird, but then drops this bomb of knowledge on me like it's no big deal. Uh Uh-huh. Thanks for reading. I've got lots of other spooky and some true crime stories to share, but I'll save those for another time, Nicole. Wow. Okay. Just to have like, to to hear your dad say that's true evil must be the like the scariest, most like sobering moment. Especially you know? a man who who, according to you, doesn't really talk about things or doesn't yes, share yes. things from the past. It's always the more cryptic and mysterious it sounds, the worse it is. Yeah. Like if if I said like you, you'll never know true evil like that. Obviously, I'm going to go into as much detail as. My ADHD brain will allow. Also, you say that to me, like, all the time. So exactly. I'm like, oh, okay. But um. if this man, like, never talks about his past, and <laughs> yep. like, you will never know evil like that. All of a sudden, I'm like, I got to know now. You better tell Truly, me. Truly. Because at the beginning, I was like, oh, Em and I would have found out why he, if this was our dad. But now <laughs> I'm like, I don't blame him. I would have like, been like, you he... can't leave this room until I know every bit of information. <laughs> but at this point, I'm like, I don't blame him. If my dad was like, because my dad definitely does not appreciate my true crime uh, now career, I guess. He is not a fan. Um <laughs> And uh, he calls it disgusting stuff. Just and great. I, I judge him for that. But if he then was like, but I also sat next to John Wayne Gacy and experienced true evil, then I'd be like, I get it. Uh-huh. I get it. Checks you out. You don't have to like it. Checks I, out. Like, I'm not going to judge you. Um, so woof. Okay. Well, anyway, thank you for, uh, uh, well, first of all, to Eva for reading all of those and figuring out uh, which stories we would read. And thank you to everyone who wrote in. Those were good. Those were Welcome juicy. Welcome to 2021. Wow. Really, uh, really rang in the new year appropriately, I think. Oh, so. I have a fun fact about Juliet. I just looked it up. Oh. So apparently, this is a fun, a really actually fun fact. Oh. oh. Mispronouncing is a misdemeanor in Juliet, so you'd be fined. Fuck. It's I a town. F- oh, sorry. No, no, no. I, I was going to say I didn't mispronounce it once. Not even a little bit. So. Not even a little tiny bit. Nope. Town fathers in Joliet reflecting the pet peeve of hearing their town's name mispronounced Joliet, or I guess Joliet. <laughs> sorry. Well, if it was spelled that way, that's, you know. When all local folk know it's pronounced Joliet, made pronouncing it Joliet a misdemeanor pu- punishable by a $5 fine. Five bucks. I'll Venmo, <laughs> I'll Venmo Illinois five bucks. That's fine. <laughs> that's wild. Okay. Huh. Wow. Well, that is in, a fun fact. In uh, Virginia Beach, uh, which was like right near where I went to school, there it's illegal to to swear in public, and I was what? always yeah, and I was always uh, like, M. I was like, oh boy, I'm in big trouble. The if uh, M was like, I was in jail for some time. I'd be like, I know why. Well, all this it's really fun if you ever look up like the signs for like no swearing or no cussing or whatever it was. It's like the the red circle with a, a slash through it, but it's a bunch ah! of explicit like expletives, like uh, ah! <laughs> it's like like symbols. Yeah, it's a bunch of symbols. Oh, I love that. But uh, yeah, that was that was always the one law that I knew. I was like, if I'm going to jail for anything, I can promise it's this one. Yeah, so. yeah, not surprised. Anyway, thank you everyone who uh, submitted stories for January. Next time we see it will be February. Oh my gosh! Um, oh. Wow, wow, wow! Which will be, uh, I guess. At some, at some, at whenever this the second episode comes out or the February episode comes out, we'll probably be talking about the fact that we've hit four years. Uh, we'll be, uh, I was going to say our three-year anniversary, but I guess it's our four-year. It is our four-year. Wow, year. <laughs> I can't wrap my head around it. Four-year anniversary next month. Woof. Oh, my gosh. So thank you uh, to everyone who submitted. If you would like to submit, you can do it either at, through and that's why we drink at gmail.com or, uh, which is more preferred, is the submission form on and that's why we drink.com. 
That's um, right. So yeah, thank you so much, and we'll we'll catch you on the flip side, cool cat. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Dad. You're okay. And that's all why? right. <laughs> we drink. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.